0: On location, recording.
1: Like okay, I so Do I don't have my. Mic- crew now. Uh, I don't know, but with the I, eye on the storm.
0: When I when I don't have my podcast microphone, which is very infrequent, but I didn't feel like packing it for this trip because I knew we were only going to record once. Mhm. So I was like, it's not worth the space, you know. Um. But I always just feel different not having it. You know, it's almost like I'm having a normal conversation with you as opposed to our usual scripted one. Yeah. Um, you feel feel naked without it? Something like that. Something like that. Um, I would like to tell you a brief travel story. Okay. So last weekend we were flying to Minnesota, Aaron and I. And all of a sudden, I think it's the day before we're supposed to fly out, our flight gets canceled because there's going to be bad weather over Denver. There's like a bad Mm -hmm. snowstorm in the area, and so they just canceled a whole bunch of flights starting at some point in the morning until some point in the afternoon, right? Oh, no. So it gets canceled. I get put on a different flight that was... I was supposed to leave at 8.30 in the morning, and then I was going to arrive, you know, around like 2 p.m., and then... About an hour to an hour and a half After I got to Minnesota I was going to be driving up With some people for Jack's bachelor party And now mm. I, was, I was leaving at like 4.30pm And arriving at like 10.30 or 11
1: Oh gosh
0: You know And so I was trying to figure out what the heck I was going to do Not only that Due to how Delta did the reservations And how Aaron and I Booked our flights like we tried to link our reservations, but evidently the linking didn't work very well because Aaron got booked on a different flight that was leaving two hours before mine and had a layover in Salt Lake City hmm <laughs> and I maybe we would have arrived in Minnesota at approximately the same time i'm just not sure uh, mm-hmm. so Aaron got on with the Delta help people and uh, over the course of I think five to six hours on the support line.
1: Oh my god! Like
0: she eventually, you know, she started on the phone. I think she eventually got to like a text chat. Um, but she like first got herself moved to the earliest flight that was still available, which is a like a six thirty a.m. flight, which is the flight that we actually normally take, but decided not to take this time around. Mhm. So she got herself on the six thirty flight. But they didn't move me because they seemed to not understand the situation. And by the time she find like multiple hours later, finally got someone who seemed to understand the problem. They were like, "Oh, that flight is now completely booked, and so we can't get, you know, your partner on there." Because uh, Aaron was trying to be nice and get me on the earlier flight so that I could, you know, mm-hmm. get back in time for the bachelor party and then she was like, "Well, can I switch the reservations so that I go on the later flight and he goes on the earlier flight?" And they were like, "No, we can't do that." <laughs> so, that that was basically what ended up happening. Aaron ended up on the 6:30 a.m. flight, so I woke up at like 3:30 in the morning to drive her to the airport. Oh god. And then just like hung out until I went to the airport in the afternoon. Uh, and luckily our a um, friend from college neil was willing to hang back and get me from the airport and drive up with me mm-hmm. um, like right when i landed which was very nice of him and ultimately that, that you know we just missed like a few hours of hanging out with people mm-hmm. uh, like it so it was fine but man it was so frustrating in the moment <laughs> trying to sort mm-hmm. it all out was so dumb
1: yeah i can only imagine yeah
0: And Erin was telling me that she had like the fact that her flight didn't get canceled was a miracle because she said that it was the scariest flight she's ever been on because of how bad because there was still a storm going on like it was building up and she had the worst turbulence she's ever experienced like they suspended all service for the entire flight oh Uh, wow yeah so
1: (laughs) and it was like the whole time
0: uh yeah that's my understanding pretty much the whole time
1: gosh
0: or at least enough of the whole, like that's the thing like on a three and a half hour flight an hour of turbulence probably feels like the entire time i don't know if it was you know uh yeah. bumper to bumper but like still anything more than like uh we have a minute of kind of on and off turbulence anything more than that is ridiculous
1: yeah because i'm trying to think about like yeah it's eh. i feel like i i had like maybe 30 minutes of turbulence Or something, Mm. and it's but it's always been like bookending a flight, like either at the beginning or the end. Sure, but if it was like in the middle, so they like cancel everything, that sucks really bad. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, but it all worked out more or less in the end. Um, yeah. Uh, The other dumb thing that just happened last night is I managed to forget my like fitness tracker watch where we were getting changed at the venue oh no and i realized that i had forgotten it about five minutes after all the doors were locked and nobody including the venue coordinator could get back in oh so i have to like try and call tomorrow to see if anyone can find it but i don't even know who to call Mm -hmm. because it's like it's just a like floor of a building owned by D'Amico catering specifically for like hosting events when you Mm -hmm. go on their website there's not like that place, like, doesn't really exist unless an event is going on.
1: You, if you, you know, went to a wedding sense. at a black site?
0: <laughs> as in it's not, you know, it's it's not acting as, like, a, uh, I don't know. Like, if it, it's owned by the catering company. If you go click on it, there's, like, no contact phone number for that mm-hmm. specific site. Like, on the website, there is a phone number for, like, the domico catering business and so i think Mm -hmm. that's where i'm gonna have to start and hope that everything that someone can do something
1: i guess i don't know i don't know how it's gonna work hope that someone empathetic answers the phone and is willing to try to help you work the problem
0: (laughs) exactly exactly so yeah i don't know but i mean it it was just annoying. Like it just put like a frustrating end. Like I was just so tired by that point because I had my body had decided to wake me up at like slightly before six a.m. the day of the wedding. Um, I'd gone to bed at like you know a little after midnight because there had been a rehearsal dinner the night before. It was just like this long day, and then mm-hmm. ending it with like you've got to be kidding me. I somehow forgot my watch. Why did I not just put it in a bag? when i took it off like why am i so dumb you know yeah so yeah but the wedding itself was fun
1: it we good time glad to hear it was fun yeah sorry to hear that you forgot your watch yep. i been. i went through the a similar ordeal not mm. not actually i just forgot my watch at work okay and so on my day off today i biked into work uh a to see what it's like biking into work, see if it's something I don't want to do ever, mm-hmm. uh, and also because after spending two days without my watch, I felt so naked. I just had to, I had to fix it. I, I couldn't do it anymore.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I had my nice. Like the only reason I took it off was because I had a nicer watch to like put on afterward.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I was like, I'm, I'm doubly annoyed with myself. Like, why didn't I just wear the nice watch all day? Like, what part of my brain was like, oh yes, it's worth wearing my. <laughs> fitness tracker watch to start the day and yes. then change like why did i do that so i just yeah but it's fine it, it'll either get found or it won't and if it doesn't it's not too expensive to replace i didn't have a or at least like the march of technology goes on and so to get a watch with the exact same features that i actually care about is mm-hmm. it's way cheaper than when i first bought that watch
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so yeah um so how was your bike ride?
1: It was it wasn't too bad. It was it actually worked out okay, other than me like taking a wrong turn like three times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like it was like wrong turns on like paths and parks. So it's like, mm. oh, I accidentally did like a quarter mile loop an extra time because I turned the wrong way. Yeah. And I took the path that just kept doing the loop rather than the one that went off to the direction I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I I figured it out. I only had to pull out my phone once to double check which direction i was going uh and my cardinal directions at that moment had been screwed up they were they were good all except for that one moment when i had the instinct of like oh i definitely have to go this way and i went the exact opposite way i should (laughs) have like it was perfect i was like oh i'm certain i need to go west and so i turned what i thought was west and i was turning straight east sure (laughs) um but other than that, it went pretty well. It's it's actually a pretty decent bike ride, um, and it's short enough that uh on I'd say I'd say I'd do it on a cool morning. Today was a, a bit of a toasty day. Uh, don't know if I would do that because I'm not a big fan of like showing up to work hot and sweaty already.
0: Yeah, and you like dress nicely, so yeah. Relatively speaking.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. just thought I. Right.
0: Yeah, that's fair. So, speaking of biking, i have to call out a couple of lovely groomsmen in this wedding who had just an increasingly... Well, it started off as a very convoluted plan when they first for started formulating it at the bachelor party, and it became a little less convoluted, but still pretty convoluted. Because um, they knew that they were not going to want to drive, like, to leave the wedding, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so... Uh, they were trying to figure out, okay, what are we going to do? And then it turned out that one of our mutual friends who's coming to the wedding, they were going to have a bunch of people over at their house afterward to like for people to crash at, you know. And their roommates were going to help drive some people, but there weren't necessarily enough seats for everyone. Um, and so they were trying to figure out what to do with their cars and all this sort of thing. And so the plan ended up being they, one of them, Greg, was at the hotel. Right? <laughs> Due to poor planning, Greg ended up staying in our hotel room, along with Mikhail. Uh, Wait after a second. The, after the rehearsal dinner. Okay. So, okay. Next, so the night before the wedding. Um, and then, Brad... you know Brad? Yenser?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: <clears throat> so, he was in Minneapolis after the rehearsal dinner. Um, Greg had his bike in his car. He was going to go pick up Brad... They were going to come back to the hotel, drop off their suits, and then they are going to take the car, drive it to this friend's house, who they were going to stay with, leave the car there, and then bike from that house back to the hotel, or the venue.
1: Are you still there? I'm here. Oh.
0: What did you last hear?
1: I think I heard everything.
0: Okay, you did. <laughs> there
1: was- there was just a pause
0: Yeah well cause it just It was so When we have people to drive people places Like Erin was using her car I was going to drive it um, After the wedding anyway Like there were so many options And yet they they Determined that this was the best course of action You know
1: mm-hmm.
0: Which you know They did it they got everywhere on time Which is all Jack asked for uh- <laughs> Uh, But the original version of the plan at the bachelor party left them only a handful of minutes away from purchasing a tandem bike. What? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because they Uh. originally thought, after college, they had, I think they had bought a tandem bike after college. And then something (laughs) happened to it. And so they decided, oh, it would be funny if we did that again. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> I just have to say, maybe this is one of those things that I think this only because I'm ignorant and haven't had the experience yet, uh-huh. but I think tandem bikes are one of the comically stupidest things to ever exist. I do not see any reason for them to exist.
0: Uh, it's easier to talk with someone while biking. That's pretty much the only reason I understand. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've never ridden on one either, but they enjoyed being on one when they rode it, So, but that's just kind of their... Their whole deal.
1: That's so weird. I feel like nowadays we have like technology that could surpass, surpass that obstacle. You know,
0: I don't know. I mean, we also have technology to surpass double kayaks, but people still use double kayaks.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Like but it's,
0: not, it's not a perfect analogy. I understand that, but it, I don't know. I, like I, with a
1: tandem bicycle, <laughs> is there like a... Uh, like, okay, this is like a technical word that I'm misusing, but like a mechanical advantage to doing it? Like... Um...
0: I don't actually know. I mean, presumably similar to like... I I assume the mechanism has to be similar to like a pedal boat, where if just one person was trying to ride a tandem bike, it would just be hard. You know, at best, it's it's slightly harder than riding a normal bike, but if you have two people pedaling, I'm pretty sure they're both pedaling like to propel the gears, you know, like they are mm-hmm. both actually doing work. Then you don't have to do quite as much work overall. That's my guess.
1: Mhm. I don't know. Like are tandem <laughs> like are the uh, I I shouldn't. I'm not even going to ask. I don't care, enough, to be honest. <laughs> actually, okay, okay, I do care enough. Like okay. do the if if there's only one person on a tandem bike, do the back or do the other pedals spin?
0: I have do you no know? Clue. No, I okay. don't know. I don't know if it's like a free spinning gear like a, you know, if you stop pedaling on a geared bike, it just the pedals don't do anything. I don't know if that's the case or not. Okay. I have the right people to ask, but I've never bothered.
1: Yeah, and it's not so, worth asking, don't.
0: No. Um, but speaking of physics problems, the other fun thing we got to do at this wedding because it was a Jewish wedding. Um <laughs> it's during the reception. We got to do the, the, uh, I think it's called Hava Nagila, which is when everyone is chanting and you pick up the bride and groom in chairs and lift them up and spin them around.
1: Oh!
0: And none of us were really, we all knew that we got to do it because Greg had asked about it at the bachelor party. So like we knew it was going to happen because Jack <laughs> had told us, but Jack was under the impression it was only going to be him, not him and Sarah. So that was a surprise when it mm-hmm. ended up being both of them. And then the other thing is that no one really briefed us on how you should hold up these chairs. What's the best oh, way to do it? No. We did not do any practice. It was just sort of like half an hour f- or to an hour into the reception, and all of a sudden it was like, "Oh, time to do this thing." And so all the groomsmen like came in, and one other guy helped, and it was <laughs> much, it was like. It was harder than I thought it was going to be to do. <laughs> yeah like nobody fell everyone was okay but it, was, it wasn't until later i was talking to uh so sarah is it was the bride her dad he was telling us you know the thing that they don't tell you is that you know there's always some big strong guy who's like oh i'll I'll help support the whole back of the chair when it's the front that often needs the most support right Mm. and we were not prepared for that uh <laughs> And the other issue is that So I I, I was lifting up Sarah's chair There was one other guy helping in the back And then Greg And the issue there is that Greg is much shorter than me (laughs) And so trying to figure out a spot Like a height At which we're both comfortable To like lift up this chair Was very difficult And I did not get a good grip to start and like you don't like you have a bad grip and so you want to fix the grip but you're so afraid of fixing your grip because it really matters that you keep holding on to this chair properly Uh uh-huh and it's like a five minute song it probably felt like it felt like to 15 minutes you know but like it was a good chunk of time and the extra tricky thing which also we didn't know about until we were lifting them up is that they have to hold on to a napkin together you have to keep them close enough
1: Oh gosh!
0: And then the song starts to speed up as you're like walking them in circles and all this sort of stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> 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 but we got it. Th- but we got it done. It was fu- it was fun to do, you know.
1: Yeah, you don't get to do that every day. I don't know. Maybe maybe some people do.
0: Maybe it, 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 I'm sure there's someone out there who that's like you know uh, a rider in their contract or something. But
1: like a a. A wedding planner with a writer in their contract that they get to help with the Mark <laughs> Q say the word
0: Hava Nagila
1: with the thing that Mark said. <sighs>
0: Jack told us because we because we just all knew the song. It's like the da 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 da, da oh. you know, but it's like Hava Nagila Hava Nagila yeah okay da 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 da, da yeah. um and you just repeat that over and over again. I think mm-hmm. um, but I was too focused on trying to not drop sarah to uh, sing along
1: yeah do you know is it so is it you said it was the groomsman plus one other person
0: yeah just one other guy who i think was like sarah's cousin so he actually knew what the heck was going on like he knew to jump in because there's mm-hmm. only five groomsmen and so we knew that we were all going to help but like five people and two chairs that's that that's- doesn't quite work yeah. And so, like, I- traditionally you would do four people to a chair. We had three okay. people to a
1: chair. <laughs> okay. That explains it. Yeah. Because so I was. Had it, been, had it been
0: four, it maybe would have been easier. It would also have been hard to figure out the correct height, but, like, it would have been definitely easier. But we got it done. I yeah, felt would- worse for the people carrying Jack um, because Sarah <laughs> is a very slight person. Yeah. And that still wasn't, like, super easy or comfortable because we are also using heavy chairs.
1: <laughs> mm hmm.
0: They were got yeah, like arm those chairs, aluminum but, chairs. But they were, well, they, they were, like, the chairs that were just for the dinner. We were told explicitly those couldn't be used. And so Greg and Brad, like, when this started, had to, like, sprint to go get chairs from the bridal suite or something. I don't know where they got them from. That were, like, just <laughs> nicer chairs that wouldn't probably collapse immediately if we tried to lift people up in them.
1: Special chairs. <laughs> So yeah, it was a hoot. That makes sense.
0: I know, I'm very tired okay. after all the festivities.
1: I believe it. Grant has brought
0: Maria's Day by John Zaccor and Scott Roberts. Uh, we have a, an older girl, maybe a teacher. It's hard to tell. We'll say it's a teacher um, holding some book and a little girl sitting at a desk also holding a book with a very rough sketch of an elephant on the front and the teacher saying maria why are you reading horton hatches the egg and the little girl says you're always saying reading is important and the teacher now revealing the front of their book that says math made hard the teacher says not when we're doing mathematics. And the uh, little girl in the final frame trying to uh, you know, plead her case, uh, eyebrows up, just kind of looking a little sad, is saying, Wow, Mrs. Payne or Miss Payne, you're sending mixed messages. Funnily enough, I have a math textbook in my Dropbox folder of math textbooks called Mathematics Made Difficult. <laughs> For real? It's a very, yeah, I do. By a guy named Linderholm. It's a very It's a very funny math textbook.
1: Like intentionally funny, or just like?
0: I mean, like it's it's a it's an actual book that's trying to kind of teach you something. Like there's actual math in it, but it's also definitely written to be humorous.
1: Huh. Interesting. Well, now you gotta find one called Math Made Hard. Well, or math made soft, either one. Get the comic or the opposite.: I'm but trying
0: to find if I can find like a good little quippy line from this book to share.
1: Um, I'll wait anxiously.
0: So first of all, the, the style of the reading is like, or the style of the writing of the book is similar to like ancient Greek philosophical books, or it's almost like a dialogue. Mm. So it starts like chapter one, arithmetic. Like the header one is just so you think you can count. Question one: Whether anybody really counts? Objection one: In or in order to really in order really to count, the counter must know the names of the numbers. But no one really knows the true names of the numbers, since Englishmen call them one thing, Chinamen another. That gives you some indication mm. of the age of this book. Mm-hmm. Therefore, no one really counts reply to objection one it is not you know um, but it just like it starts with this but then it uses such advanced math to talk about pretty basic stuff that it is just amusing to read because it's meant to be so like obfuscated mm-hmm. but there you go mathematics made it difficult Pick it up at your local um, PDF repository online like I did.
1: <laughs> yes, local local PDF repository? That's what I said. Interesting. Yep. So what are we actually talking about? That is a wonderful question for you to bring <laughs> along this week, Mark. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a novel question. I don't know if we've ever asked it before. Well, I'm not sure either. Because um, normally I'm really clear Normally you don't have to ask <laughs> um, No okay I got a few questions The first one hopefully we can keep it quick
0: hmm.
1: Is Were you one of those kids Who was like a a reader While everything else is happening Because I'm going to be honest Ooh. I could see it I um, could picture
0: it You mean like at like Family events or something like that Or just whenever
1: let's say in school specifically
0: oh like the uh, kid who got
1: in trouble for reading when he wasn't supposed to
0: honestly the only time i remember doing that was junior year in calculus class when wifels got mad at me huh Uh, because i mean not actually mad but like i basically ignored him for the entirety of that class and worked ahead in the textbook because mm-hmm. I like, I was actually like, it was the first time that I was like, oh, a math textbook that actually is teaching me things and not just full of inane activities, you know. Mm-hmm. So I like worked really far ahead in Calc a lot of the time, and then one time I was working on like while there was just work time during class, like he was done talking about whatever, and we just had some free time to work on stuff. Uh, I was reading. I think it was I was reading Frankenstein for BritLit. And he walks up behind me, he taps my shoulder, and he's like, hey, that doesn't look like math.
1: <laughs> Did we take Brit Lit together?
0: Um, I had it in two different classes because of Wind Ensemble. I had to switch, but I took it first quarter of...
1: I don't know when I took it.
0: Senior year.
1: Did we have, like, tea the Fridays or something? or something? Was there tea involved in the class at all?
0: Do you remember who your teacher was? I don't Do remember brown?
1: Yeah, I think so. That well, sounds right. I thought it was a color.
0: I don't know if we had it together, though. I mean, it's possible. I think there were probably only two sections of it, and I was in both sections for a quarter each. So we probably did, but I don't remember. Okay, I know Andy dang. was in was in it with me second quarter, but I don't remember otherwise. Anyway... Huh. That's okay. that's honestly the only time I remember doing that like in school. I was typically like on task in school. Or if I wasn't on task, it wasn't cuz I was I didn't have my nose in a book. I was just goofing off. Mhm. Otherwise, I was pretty like into whatever was going on in school. It was pretty content doing the stuff I was supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting caught up. <laughs> we definitely had the class together cuz you did a project okay with uh aaron right in that class
0: like aaron miller yeah Look, i don't i don't think he took burlitt with us i don't remember there being projects in that class
1: i remember were like all i remember like, is like him making groups. it was while we were reading uh like the bits of canterbury tales and i remember really? us having to do some sort of a project and he did his On, I remember it was like some silly video Uh because that was his brand. Yes, Uh, it was. But I remember, I vividly remember them. Whoever was in his group along with him beating the dead horse of Aaron the Miller.
0: Hmm. And was it a video
1: that was done? I swear.
0: Then I don't think it was me. I don't think he and I like we did a video in BioX together and then Magic Theater stuff. But beyond, like, I don't remember doing one senior year with him Dang. for that. Like, it does sound... It, it fits. Like, I agree it totally fits. I can, I can almost put myself in that situation, but it doesn't strike me as a thing that I did.
1: Okay. I was so sure I had you. <laughs> nope. Well...
0: Um, the main thing that I remember from that was... uh The, like, book club section where we all just kind of got split into groups based on a book. And I read Tale of Two Cities um, Ah. and got a very, very good uh, score on my essay. I was very proud of myself. Nice. Because I remember there... I think there was an essay for Canterbury Tales or something. Whatever I did, I got one really bad essay score and one, like, really good essay score. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I I don't... Like, I, I read a lot. I would read in the car. I'd read in the bathroom. Like, I liked reading... When there was an opportunity to read, but mm-hmm. I don't think I manufactured opportunities to read. Okay. It's not like I would go to a baseball game and try and sneak a small book in my back pocket to go hang out in right field and read. You know, like yeah. I was I was interested in the things I was doing, but if there was nothing else to do, I was often reading as a kid.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I would
0: do uh, I would do math practice books for fun when I was in elementary school. My mom would buy them for me at like the grocery store.
1: Oh my God, you're the worst. I'm hijacking this to turn it in a different direction. Um, so mixed messages, Mark. Yeah. Do you, uh, actually, which question do I want to ask? I got I to gotta <laughs> squeeze them down to one question because we don't have time to talk about all of them. I have so many questions about mixed messages. I should have started with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you, first of all, do you feel like you ever uh, received mixed messages from people? Because that will influence my next questions.
0: Well, uh, yeah, uh, I'll give that a blanket yes.
1: Okay, if someone's giving you mixed messages, how would you talk me through thought process, or kind of like how are you, how do you address it? Like, uh-huh. what what are you gonna do? Um,
0: it depends on the context. So let's first differentiate between. Here's here's my uh my like Punnett square my like two by two grid of things that matter immediately in my mind. So one like let's say my two rows are is this a professional or a casual interaction, and then my two columns are this matters or this doesn't matter.
1: Uh, if
0: that makes sense.
1: Yes. Like I you was can have
0: mixed messages that are completely—it doesn't matter whether what the message even is, or if it's supposed to be a specific message, and they're bad at communicate. Whatever it is, you know, there are things that just don't matter, and there are things that do matter. Um, but then, yeah, how I deal with them professionally versus casually is probably going to differ as well.
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah. I was gonna chastise you for using the term Punnett square, but it actually ended up working out very nicely. Uh, and very clear. Not a mixed <laughs> message at all. Or, or you didn't ob- obfuscate that fact for your there message. There you go. Oh, I just used some new words. Use word those today. vocab words. Yeah, I Googled it earlier in the Take show it so off I the list. It meant. <laughs> uh, Yeah, but that's totally... F- so, okay, if if someone's sending you a mixed message in a situation where it doesn't matter... On that mm-hmm. half of your uh, Punnett square, yeah, is there a general overarching thing for both halves of that hat, or for both quarters in that yeah. half, or are they I distinctly think, different?
0: I think on, uh, I, I think in both, I'm reasonably likely to just ignore it. On the casual side, it's more just like a. I just kind of stop thinking about it. Like, it's a thing that gets brushed off, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, when I'm thinking of mixed messages, I often think, like, my my connotation of that is a negative connotation. Because...
1: What, What do you mean by that?
0: Like, if I'm worried that there's a mixed message, I'm worried because, like, I'm getting conflicting information that if interpreted one way could be negative for me right
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like on the casual side of you know whether it matters or not let's think about like i'm sure we've both had plenty of anxiety inducing text messages um over the years right And for me particularly throughout high school right
1: oh god
0: and like whether the mixed messages actually are mixed or wait people texted
1: you in high school
0: i know it's crazy (laughs) Um, Or you manufacture the mixed messages Because you're an anxious high schooler It doesn't really matter You know the perception is there in your brain Mm -hmm. Um, And then how much it matters In that that case it always feels like it always mattered Nowadays I don't care quite as much And I can differentiate Between things that matter and things that don't Um, But for like a casual Mixed message That I determine doesn't matter Because like if it's a negative thing, maybe it's a person that like I'm not going to talk to again ever. You know, mm-hmm. like it's a casual interaction at a grocery store or something. Like, who knows? Um, I'm less likely to care. In a professional setting, doesn't matter is sort of wishy washy. Uh, I probably still look for some sort of clarification on a small point if I felt that I just should almost as like a show of like hey i'm paying attention you know Mm -hmm. like it it establishes a framework for when it matters yeah because when it matters especially professionally i'm pretty comfortable being very direct with people it's the one spot in my life where i'm often good at directly getting at like hey i don't understand what the heck is going on here and like we need to sort this out because something bad is going to happen if we don't and mm-hmm. if you can do that in a good way with small things that don't matter quite as much, like not make a huge deal out of it, but just establish the baseline of like, this is how, like, let's communicate like this about these situations. Then when big stuff happens, it's way easier to handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Final question before I go. Uh, I move on here. Hmm. Uh, are you aware of Tom Carty?
0: Tom what? Carty. No. Okay, I'm looking him up now. No, is he an Australian
1: singer-songwriter? It doesn't work if you look him up. Yes.
0: Okay. I stopped looking him up.
1: Wait. Actually, okay, we'll talk about it off off the show. Uh, cause, uh, oh, I was so oh, I, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it offline. Um. Cause right now, I'm about to go to the dark side of the horse. Wait, that sounds weird. <laughs> sounds like I'm going. Anyway, dark side of the horse by Samson. Oh, goody. Um, so we've got the we've got the horse, and then wait, what is this? Oh, okay, I gotta move closer to my computer. My eyes, can't see. Okay, so we got a we got a horse, and we got a little, a little Tweety bird flying away from the horse. Uh, Horse is walking towards the bird, saying, "I heard someone talking about some ordinal lap, some some yeah, some lap, some lap. Yeah, I did pretty good the first time, not too mad. And the bird tweets back, "It's a name coined for a word or phrase that spelled that spells a different word or phrase backward. Some lap is itself." palindromes spelt backwards then the horse continuing to trot after the bird says what is a palindrome the bird finally tweets no it isn't oof (laughs) yeah I, I thought you were really just challenging me with one word and I don't know if you challenged me with the rest of it or if I just like did such a poor job of understanding what was going on and reading it (laughs) <laughs> that that's, I don't
0: know. It's okay. I knew this was going to be a difficult one. Some um, more
1: than, some more than let Some more than the lap?
0: That's how I would pronounce it. I mean, it literally is palindromes spelt backward.
1: What? Yeah, I got that when I got to the second yeah. panel of the comic, but. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you
0: would take it at face value or not.
1: I At first, I was about to say sommelier. <laughs> 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 Ugh.
0: No, uh, happy palindrome episode day, Grant.
1: Ooh, wait. What? Oh, oh, the episode baby. number, not the date.
0: Oh, yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> hey, that's a a neat thing. I'm sorry. There you sorry. go. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll have one every ten episodes.
0: Yep, that's true. <laughs> wait, have um, we been...
1: Yeah, we've been having one every ten episodes. Mm-hmm.
0: At least since episode um
1: ten? Nine. Or
0: eleven. Or, well, I don't know. It's kinda of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since eleven.
1: Eleven would have been the first palin, Palindromic? Pali- yeah.
0: Yes, palindromic.
1: Okay. Do you like palindromes, Grant? I'm gonna be honest. I'm completely indifferent about them. It is something that I have never thought about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've always been fascinated by palindromes ever since I just learned about them in elementary school. Yeah? I, mean, I, I like them so much. I What's wish the word palindrome was a palindrome. I think it's total garbage that we couldn't come up with a palindrome to name palindromes. But
1: mm-hmm. What's the allure of palindrome to you?
0: Uh, I like symmetry. It's also, when you come up with ones okay. that are like a full yeah. sentence, it's just... It, I just like the creativity of people coming up with them. Mm-hmm. Similar to, like, I'm fascinated by people who can, like, construct a crossword puzzle. I don't understand how people do it.
1: Yeah, that's kind of cool.
0: You know, it's, it's not... It don't take fine, well, I don't know if it's harder to come up with a really cool, long palindrome or harder to come up with a crossword, but I'm fascinated by both insofar as I just find them pleasing and I can't do it. <laughs> or I suppose I've never tried, but uh I don't know, I just I just enjoy it.
1: Mhm.
0: A man, a plan, a canal, Panama.
1: Ah, I see. Yep. Race yeah. Carr. Um
0: I hate this top comment. Yeah. Like, hey, people who didn't understand what a palindrome is after reading this comment, comic because it doesn't tell you Let me explain. I love especially the final part of this uh, comment or that famous quote, Madam, I'm Adam. Is that a quote?
1: (laughs) Is it famous?
0: (laughs) Rats live on no evil star. Like that's a good follow up from the ever convenient objects shopping mall. Thank you.
1: Ooh, that's two years ago too.
0: Yeah. Over Wait, two years over ago. Two y- we oh, have almost so- ten and over two.
1: So it could have been like nine and a half years.
0: It could be. It could be. We'll never know, since it doesn't actually give us a date stamp anywhere. That's garbage. I feel like it should definitely give me the option to like find the actual date of it. That's dumb. Hmm. Well, I think I think you should also be fastened by Pal- Pal- and drums, Grant.
1: Okay, I will. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've convinced me yeah <laughs> let's look up long palindromes um there's a Finnish word that's nineteen letters that is the allegedly the longest known palindromic word hmm long palindrome sentences from scarymommy.com <laughs> none of these are good ah here we go we get some here's some long ones wait
1: Can you say the website again? Maybe I misheard you.
0: No, you heard it correctly. What do you think I said?
1: Scarymommy.com? You bet. (laughs) What the... What kind of part of the internet are you on, Mark?
0: Well, that was the first one I googled long palindrome sentences, and that's the first one that came up. (laughs) Scarymommy.com. Uh, Are palindromes scary? Top headlines, the top headlines. Parenting: How to talk to your kids about school shootings.
1: Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Classic.
0: <clears throat> classic. I hope we ended headlines. on that bright note. Yeah. Here's the ugly truth about pooping after four kids. Is that a good one? Is that better? Oh God.
1: This, se- this seems like up?
0: this seems like a, a like a small scale medium site for moms to write articles on ah i'm gonna send you one i'm gonna click into this one i'm gonna send it to you but i'm not gonna say it out loud so i'm just gonna have you react to this when i put it in the skype chat and we'll end it on that okay okay you ready
1: no too bad
0: you have to click into it too i'm sure you'll see the headline on skype but
1: wait (laughs) what the (laughs) wait what the heck This is.
0: There you are, practicing yoga, probably in frog's pose or some other intense hip opening experience.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fascinating. This is exactly the type of website that I thought it was when I read (laughs) scarymommy.com.